Hi, welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is part two of the fifth edition one-shot, Conyers Caves. Unfortunately, there was an emergency and Adam had to leave us about halfway through, but we were very close to finishing at the time, and so we just continued without him and Biddy piloted his character. You might have noticed that there were no bloopers last week. That's because they are all at the end of this one, all those gorgeous little bloopers. And there were quite a few. Uh, you are pulled towards the the central column, the, the sort of tendril that's extended from the central col- uh, column here. And as you go towards it, you see with, with horror that there's actually an eye in the centre of this thing, and it pulls you towards it, and you were within 25 feet, just from where you were describing. So it pulls you towards it, and as it pulls you towards you, it, um, the centre of this column opens up, and it's just filled with teeth. And oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Brian, for fuck's sake, why didn't you see this? Just because it's got tentacles like the other thing does not mean you can be biased. Uh, 11 versus your AC. 15. Bertram, you are all likewise grappled. Mm-hmm. And you are pulled towards this thing. Everyone roll initiative, please. Ooh, 20! Woohoo! 13. 11. And for Brian? 15. So you're all going to go before this creature. So he's at the end here. Okay. I wish you what you did. How close are these things? Uh, have these guys been pulled to it? We're well, we're, right we're, next to it. Yeah, yeah. we're within twenty-five feet. So are you within ten foot? You are definitely within ten. Yeah. Like, within, probably within yeah. five foot. Yeah, within five. Right. I can't do that then, because otherwise I'd be attacking you as well. Um, I'm going to cast frostbite on this thing. Okay. So uh, it's all automatic. And it takes two cold damage, two and damage. is at a disadvantage for the next. Uh, oh shit! Weapon attack roll it makes. Does it, does uh, it have yeah, weapons? It's natural attacks it classes weapon attacks. Right. Okay. Cool. So yeah, so disadvantage to the next attack it makes. Okay. okay. Ryan. <laughs> Brian's going to jump out the bowl and squelch off in the opposite direction. I've come to the conclusion Brian's a bit of a coward. So Brian's gone. Yeah, he's, too, yeah. He's, he's far too squishy to get involved with stuff like this. So yeah, he's just going to squelch off in completely the wrong direction. Um, off towards the back of the, the tunnel we just come through. Brian chooses right. Right, I'm going to say he starts coming up like towards here. where the yellow lies. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Done. He's off. Bertram. Can. I can't remember this. Can I cast a spell and then do a weapon attack? Right now, what's happening is that you are grappled. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that the DC to escape with acrobatics or strength is... or acrobatics or athletics is 15. Right. Until the grapple ends, you are restrained. You have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. um, And you can't move. So So I wouldn't be able to attack it then? You, You can attack, it's just you can't run off somewhere. Okay. So, and you could, I, could I cast a spell and then try and escape? Um, do you know what? Because it, it, it'd be like a, a slashing with a sword and then making, you know, moving away kind of thing, wouldn't it? Yes. Cool. That's fine. So yeah, okay. So I'm going to cast Bane on it. Okay. Um, up to three creatures of my choice that I can see within range must make a charisma saving throw. Mm-hmm. Whenever a target fails this saving throw, make. Uh, um, Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Excellent, he fails. Okay. He's a bane. It's a d4. Cool. Yep. Uh Okay. Um, And then I'm going to... What was it to to escape? Uh, 15? Yep. And it's acrobatics or athletics, which are you doing? Acrobatics. I get a plus 4. Cool. Dexterity acrobatics, so you're not a disadvantage. Never mind. 14. Uh, Dave's in full panic mode at this point. <laughs> so you can, can access your weaponry, your shields, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he's grappled. Yeah. So he's got stuff right. He's like grabbed. He can't. He can... uh, yeah. Well, so we'll say it's like it's it's round. It's round like your waist. Uh, okay. Him. Okay. So we can. Sorry, we need yeah. to retroactive this. Um, the monster needs to do a, constitu- a constitution saving throw against my frostbite. That fails. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to hack. What could I? What should I do? Lantern or sword? 
Well, well, the the I was going to say, you, there's only so much panic you can have yeah. before you plateau a bit. So, I'd <laughs> imagine you're, the, you're a battle master. After yeah. all. That's true. Yeah. I'd imagine by, by this point you probably sorted yourself out, but you might be you might be floating high on adrenaline. Mm, that's true. So it means everything's in like. Yeah, you've got action surges, you've got yeah. tricks you can use. Yeah, I was just thinking, set her on fire. <laughs> <laughs> While it's holding on to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't think things through. Okay, yeah, what are you doing? So I want to slash with my longsword. Uh, so it's, I rolled 17. Yep, 17 hits. And then with my longsword, roll in 1d8. Plus. So it's 3 plus 5. Which is 8. 8. Cool, eight damage. Awesome. Yeah, you're hacking at it. Do you want to make a check to escape? Yeah, can I do this athletics, please? Athletics? Yeah. You absolutely are, but you're at a disadvantage. That's one. So you do <laughs> not get it. Thirteen. Time to be the twenty. Cool. And uh, he's going to go next. So he's at disadvantage on his next weapon attack. Um, he's uh, going to firstly going to try a a tendril against Oishi. Um, and that is just not going to hit. That's nothing. Nothing sitting there. So there's a actually, it's a ten versus your AC. That, no. no. Uh, well, he had to subtract one from that. One from that as well. So that's his. Very welcome. Is that just the next one, or is that the next round? Before the spell ends, the spell is up to a minute. So, so you, as you're concentrating on it, yeah. so you as, uh, until you cast another spell, or you get injured, you make a check. But he's actually going to make a bite against. He's, he's going to go for the smaller. Unarmoured target, he's, he's going to go for Bertram. Disadvantage, because he's got frostbite. That's going to be an 11 versus your AC. 13, does not hit. Nope, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> and we're back up to the top of the round. Oh, is she? Okay, I um. You guys are still far too close for this. Mm-hmm. I was saying that, what's your... Because I, I kind of roughly know this. What's your constitutions like? That's cool. Plus one. No, plus two, sorry. See, I could probably do quite a bit of damage here, but it, you've got to do a constitution saving throw, otherwise the damage affects you as well. Mm. You want mm-hmm. chan- do you want to chance it? it depends. What, what no better gaming here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Make your decision. God. Nah, Eldritch Blast. I'll wait until you guys are clear. Beam of crackling energy strikes towards a creature within range, making ranged spell attack against the target. So that's 17. Plus my... Spell attack bonus, which is five, so that's going to hit two. And okay, so what? What is it? Um, constitution check we need to do. No, no, no. It's I, I don't. I don't oh, different do it. one. No, no, okay. no. And that's eight damage. Eight damage. Bertram. Bertram. Seeing that nothing else has really worked, Bertram's going to draw his short sword and slash at it as well. Cool. Ouch. Four. Nope. Clangs off its rocky hide. Do you want to check to escape? Yeah. Again, acrobatics. going with acrobatics. Fuck me. Nine. Nine? Nope, not me, do it. Slowly having the life squeezed out of me. Dave! Bear with me here. Want to use one of the things we were talking about earlier? Cool, yeah. One of these. So, so disarming attack. Disarming? So, yeah. Okay, you didn't get that one. I, uh, no, you can't choose from any of them. What ones did you have? No, sorry. We, yeah, we were talking about winning. Yeah, never mind. Well, if you want to disarm, but he's not carrying any weapons. Ah, uh, okay. It's only weapon. Knock his teeth is, out. Because it says uh, force need to drop Hack an item. I was thinking, could drop this guy. I'll allow it. Sorry. <laughs> I'll allow it, yeah. So sp- spend a thing. Cool. Uh, tell me how it works. Uh, right, disarming. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expand one. So okay, expand. so don't spend it yet. So move yeah. to attack roll. Yeah. You're attacking with your longsword? Yeah. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean none of this happens? It, no, it doesn't happen, because you don't hit. Yeah, that's, that's the one good thing about those. You can always do it retrospectively, so if you do an amazing roll, you just go, oh, fuck it, I won't use it. Or if you do shit, you go, oh, I can tip it over the edge. Okay, so um, I, I want to keep mo- things moving pretty fast here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, next is the creature. Yeah. So, sorry, do you want to make an a- a- attempt to escape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen plus seven plus athletics, twenty-two. Yeah, absolutely. You sort of just wrench it, wrench yourself loose. You are now free. All right, it's going to make a tentacle attack. Is he still at disadvantage? No. Okay. Uh, versus you, 
That's a 13 versus your AC. Yes. Going to get you, so he grabs you, pulls you towards him, so you're now right up against him. Um, and he's going to bite you. Well, that's much higher. That's um, a 19 versus your AC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that is... <laughs> Which one of us? Three. Four. Ten. Fuck. Fourteen. He dies first. Uh, Sixteen damage. Okay, so that's my six temporary hit points gone. And then that's an additional ten damage, which takes me down to twelve. Cool. Take it, you bitch. No, not cool. Oishi, your move. I cast False Life. No. Um, if that was a bonus action, I totally would. Oh, shit. No, because I'm now within a ten-foot radius of this thing, aren't I? Yes, you are. So if I was to do... So a sudden loud ringing noise painfully intense erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature... Uh, in a 10 foot radius sphere centred on the point of, of origin must do a constitution shaving. Why can centre that behind it so that it doesn't get you? Mm-hmm. Now I didn't think of that before. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to cast Shatter on this thing. Go for it. So that's a spell slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes a constitution saving throw. It doesn't say what against though. Is your spell DC? Uh, uh, 15 it needs to beat. Failed. Okay, excellent. Oh, actually, even if it fails, I still do damage. I've done this one right, so it's a D8, and it's... Four, two, five, nine damage. Nine damage. Oh, that was a bit weak, actually. That's cool. Okay. So it goes off, and bits of its its uh, skin on the back of it just sort of shatter and... and Is it uh, made of inorganic material? Um, such as stone? Because it, it is not... Damn. Actually, hang on a second. Actually, at this point, it doesn't matter because if it is, then it it does the saving throw at disadvantage. No, no, it's uh, it's it's not. It's organic. Okay, fair. It's enough. just very hard and rock like. I was hoping for a bit higher than that. Okay. Seeing as it's three d eight. Bertram. Okay. Bertram is just going to be hacking wildly at it. Obviously, slowly having the life crushed out of him. So, fifteen. That'll do it. Wee. Okay, so. D8 plus... Oh, wait. Oh, it was actually 17, sorry. Yeah, that's I, I was adding the wrong modifier. Which I might have done earlier, so... <laughs> idiot. Okay, so D8 plus 2, 6 points. 6 points is respectable, so you hack at it, draw what looks like black, oozing blood. Mm-hmm. While well, it's reeling from that, nat 20. Nat 20. I'm going <laughs> to basically just kick off it with both feet and just like propel myself out of its... Um, you tend to flip out, do, do yourself a, a backflip, and, and you're fine. Uh, yep. you, you can be up to 10, 20, no, you can be up to 15 feet away from me. I'm going to go with the 15, because I've, yeah, I've, I've just been a bit too close to this. Cool, thing. and you've got a move. Cool. We don't get flanking in this, do we? No. Balls! That would have been awesome. <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just going to stay where I am. He gets flanking if he spends a thing, but... Um, anyway, okay, yep, so you're going to stay where you are within 15 feet of it. All right, awesome. Dave! Yeah, I just wanna just wanna be swiping at this bastard now. <laughs> well, he was hacking. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen is gonna hit. Uh, so that's nine. Fourteen. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Nice. Okay. This this thing uh, is, is sort of um, it's, it's thrashing around it. You're thrashing around, and, and the, the lantern falls, and it goes goes dark for a moment, and you just panic and. Uh, as you're flailing around, the worst thing ever happens, and your sword flies out of your hand, and everything goes quiet. As you gather up the lantern again, you see that your sword has landed in this creature's eye, oh. and has killed it deed. <laughs> nice. You can see that the stalactite stalactite in the centre of the room, the stalactite was this thing, the stalactite is just descending about two-thirds of the way down this, the height of this room. Cool. I'm going to off. Cool. So, Yeah. I have to go. No worries. No worries, man. Cool. All right. Um, Do you want to keep that? Uh, I've got one. Got cool. myself here. Okay, so the other two. You are looking at this this creature, and now the battle's over. You can see that there's actually um, a, a number of 
you know, mushrooms at the base of this thing. Hmm. But there's also a corpse, so it's a human corpse. And you can... Hello! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you can tell it's a human corpse. It's basically in situ. It's going to fall over face forward. And it's still got remnants of clothing on it. So it's just tattered bits of clothing over bone. But yeah. Okay. Check to see how long it's been there for. Uh, can I first of all use the ten foot pole to <laughs> remove it from the field of mushrooms it's lying in? Uh, you certainly can. Uh, mm-hmm. As you try and do that, like it sort of disintegrates. I mean, it's just a skeleton; it's not held together in the mm-hmm. clothing, mm-hmm. Um, and that clothing sort of rips a bit. But as you disturb it, you see that there's a, a glint of steel underneath it. Oh, okay, so, can I can I try and pick up the steel then, whatever it is? It, it get, well, how? Could, could I like stick the stick in, into its ribcage so I can kind of like get some purchase on it so I can actually like properly move it out? Because before I was just kind of like kind of scoop it out. But... Make me a dex check, please. Twelve. Yep, you um, can easily move this body, exposing the steel thing underneath. And it's uh, you see, this is a sword. Um, it's a single-handed sword, and it's it's kind of underneath this person's body. So it looks like that he died with his sword in his hand, um, and it's it's a single-handed sword. And the blade, instead of getting thinner as it goes up, gets much wider. So it almost looks like a like a Chinese Dao kind of thing, but with a cross guard on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Let me know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he goes first from now. <laughs> Poke him with a stick. This chap um, here is. Uh, you, you can see as well that there's, there's a very degraded kind of like leather armour mm-hmm. on this guy. It's, it's very much rotted and partially digested. It's got mushrooms in it. You can see that there's a, there's a belt pouch as well, which is kind of broken. As you move him, it spills out, um, and there's a glint of gold there. Well, there's ten gold there. But, you know, sort of various accoutrements of things uh, that, that going through it, you would expect you know, a, a someone who's on a journey to be, to be mm-hmm. carrying. Uh, and putting two and two together, you, you get the idea that uh, this is Mareth, um, and that you know he's been here for a while. This is 120 years ago. He, he vanished. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming mm-hmm. someone described this sword to us that we're looking for. Very much so, yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. So and, and this is the sword. This is the sword. Right. This okay, is the Connie's Just making sure. And if any listeners want to Google the Collier's Falchion, it's a real thing. And it actually does the thing that I say it does. It's a, used as a deed. So, um, what do we do? Um, we got the sword. Okay, yeah. let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I will remind you at this point that there is a glowing thing. And from uh, from Brian, you go, ooh, shiny. <laughs> So uh, you might well have forgotten there's supposed to be a cache of mythic weapons this guy was after. Yeah, true. Brian, you were shit before. Go check out the below. He's he's in there. The shiny. Yeah. So okay. I've sent him off down okay. the, the, the tunnel there in that case. Are you linking with him? Yeah, so I can see what he's seen. You can see that this, this chamber that comes off is actually very small. And there's a, a kind of platform inside it, so the, the natural rock formation kind of comes up a bit, and it looks like it's been formed into a bit of a table. Uh, so, so, so the room is, is, is you know, the, the ground level comes up a bit, and then there's like a shelf, and then it comes back, and then it's just the back of the room. Is this room a dead end? It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And on it, there are glittering bits of armor and jeweled swords. There's a, a, a gauntlet on there that looks like it's got like loads of different coloured jewels and then the knuckles and mm-hmm. like sort of gold gauntlet type thing. Uh, there's um, a, there's a, a long sword that looks sharp as all holy fuck. Like you look at it and it makes that sharp noise kind of thing. A suit of plate armour. There's uh, what looks like chainmail. There's um, uh, there's a spear propped mm-hmm. up in the back um, that's sort of got a couple of wings coming out of the, the, the blade. There's uh, there's a sword with three blades on it. Looks badass. There's a, there's a dagger there with this really really cool curly hilted, oh, sorry, curly uh, ended sheath with yeah. jewels in it. Uh, Dave is high or low good? High is good. Yeah, there's nothing in there apart from glowing mushrooms. I reckon we should go. 
Okay. <laughs> I was fancying that longsword, but yeah. You oh, I mean, that, that, that's that's the eyes of the octopus. Oh, yeah. right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm telling Brian to come to return to me. It would have been Indiana Jones then, as soon as, soon as we picked one up. We <laughs> <laughs> were just like cave collectors on us. No, no, my uh, out of character, my motivation is I'm totally going to come back and steal all this stuff. Okay. Okay. So you're going to collect up the the Grace Falcon and, and sort of toddle off out of the cave. Yeah. Which you can do without any fuss whatsoever. Okay, so you're going to come out of this cave. Um, you know, you're checking away for any more traps that might be around and that sort of stuff. And uh, as you go out, you actually, it's when you're looking out, um, you're going to see that um, there are kind of recesses and things that are disguised and whatnot. And it looks like um, like hides, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you, you could you could actually like lie in it um, okay. or sit in it or something. And those places kind of correlate to the areas where you're finding these odd bits of. Detritus lying around. Yeah, it's a really weird place. Like, there's things have been preserved in here that really should have been preserved, and some things have rotted that should have rotted, and that sort of stuff that you chalk out to the mushrooms. Um, it just it's just an odd thing. Unless you want to roll checks and things. So, uh, if you're happy, you can just leave the caves. Or do you want to investigate things? What do you want to do? I want. I actually have a specific reason why I want to leave the caves. My character would want to leave the cave. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah which we'll get to. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll get to. So yeah. All right. So um, you are going to exit the cave, and it's it's getting on dark now. Uh, I mean, you haven't been in these caves very long. It's all been a bit. This is a bit of a smash and grab. But um, you've come on in, and you're standing outside the caves. As you, as you come out, and your eyes kind of adjust to the light a bit. Um, you know, it's 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 not it's not terribly dark. It's you know it's twilight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, well, the, the the sun is setting, I suppose. Uh, but it still takes you a little bit. So you're blinking out into the into the sunlight, and you're you're you know, coming west. So uh, the sun's shining into your eyes, and uh, you see the shape of a man um, sort of resolve in front of you, just in front of the 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 start of the the brush. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, Gentlemen, thank you for finding my, my birthright. I'll be taking that now, please. Chaps, yeah. would you relieve them of my possessions? Thank you. Excellent. And you hear a, a rustle from all around you. What do you do? Uh, um, okay. so, no. Yeah, can I... Who's, which one of us is holding the sword? That's a good point. Can I, can I... Retroactively, can I detect magic on this sword? Because thinking about it, that's probably something I would have done. I forgot. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Uh... Okay. Can I now do to detect magic on this thing? As a bonus action, yeah, you can do that. Um, it's just, you get it for free. Okay. Uh, this thing lights up uh, with abjuration magic. And what? Detection magic. Okay. Just a faint field. I mean, it's not like lighting up the night sky, I think. Odds you're holding it, evens I'm holding it. Okay. I'm holding it. Okay. Well, you would have been in front, so you would have. Yeah, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so. um, I thought this guy wasn't lying. Wait a minute, who is this guy? Do we remember the check? And I told you some information. He was. was, Maybe the guy was. Talking to us was lying, but the main owner was lying. We'll talk about uh, in, in, um, inside checks later. Uh, okay, so, but it was the guy that talked to us in the pub. Uh, roll me a perception, please. Uh, Fifteen. You recognise it? This is the, the same hair and eyes, forehead, kind of stuff. Yeah, he's not wearing a mask anymore, um, and he's wearing blue and white. House colours. You recognise him from uh, having been around the Connie's estate. This is the youngest son, Alfred. Okay. Shit. I don't. Ah, what do I do? Because I've only got. 
Uh, I could be a bastard and turn myself invisible. <laughs> Just walk <laughs> off into the trees. Out of the underbrush, you see that uh, yeah. half a dozen oh, uh, chaps are going to come forward. They seem like ne'er-do-wells, collection of humans. It's swarthy looking. I reckon we've been double-crossed here. We have them over. Well, fuck. <laughs> you have a basic bard. Uh, that bard, um, his attack is a plus two. Okay. Sorry, it's a, no, it's a plus three that he gets to attack. Um so I'll, I'll roll for it. Alright, so I'm going to ask. Um, so you do have him, but he's not going to be able to cast any spells. What was he called? What was he called? He was called. Graves and. Gravesby? Graves and. You knew him as Gravesby when he introduced himself. Uh, you know his real name is Alfred. Alfred, so he's now talking with a posh voice, I'm assuming. Yes. So then, Alfred, what's all this then? Why are you uh, double crossing us? I don't have to explain myself to the likes of you. Seize them! They start moving towards you, just sort of slowly. They can see that you're armed. They've got weapons drawn, and they start moving towards you. Fuck it. I'm going to send an Eldritch Blast at, um, what do you call him again? Uh, Alfred. Alfred. Alfred or Gravesby, whichever you like. Alright, fuck it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like being done over, so I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. Do, 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 do. Twelve. The old blast races towards him, actually tears his shirt off, and underneath you see that he's got—he's actually wearing a breastplate. Okay, so it doesn't hit then. Nope. Mm. Fantastic. But the people like when they're coming close to me, I want to. This is your surprise round. So he's literally. This has just happened. They're almost on you, and he's just gone. Uh, so you've got one action. What do you do? I just want to swipe with my sword. There's no one near enough to you. Um, so you've got a round, so you can move to someone. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to step forward then. Okay, so... And um, it's um, an action to get out my shield as well, isn't it? I will say that you were carrying it all along. Okay, you, okay. you've always got it built into your AC, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you're going to step off and just go towards one of these chaps. You're going to be about ten feet away from um, from Oishi at this moment. Uh, or, your, or your other two chaps. So, um, roll initiative. In fact, no, uh, make me an attack roll, please. 13. What's your hit points looking like at the second? Uh, hit points is 18. 13's going to hit. Great stuff. And can I do a distracting strike? You most certainly can. How does that work? Oh, it's, it's when I hit a creature with a weapon, though. You just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can expend one spirit die to distract the creature, giving your allies an opening. You add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll. The next attack roll against the target by an attacker, as in you, has advantage. Cool. Spend the die. Okay. Cool. Uh, that was that was against one of these thugs that's coming towards you. Yeah. Uh, Alfred's a bit of a way off. He's like you know, 20, 30 feet away. Um, so roll the damage. One. <laughs> and roll your weapon damage. Uh, is this with the same one? Yes, D8 yeah, plus yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, seven. Did you roll a seven? Oh, it's two plus five. Okay, so seven plus what you one. one. So it's eight damage. Okay, yep, cool. Alright, he's still standing, but he ain't happy. So he's at disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. Roll initiative. Actually, it doesn't matter because these guys rolled a one, so. Um, <laughs> five. Five. <laughs> Good job, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, one for the octopus. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I always forget. Ten. Ten, okay. Brian up first. What the fuck is Brian going to do? Brian is... He's a dagger and he's going you know to I... spin. <laughs> Actually, that would be awesome. <laughs> In fact, you know, I... Something that I think really limits the familiar is the fact that you have to essentially sacrifice your action so he can do something. Mm. It's really, it's there's never really any advantage to him doing anything <laughs> in this kind of situation. So I'm just going to say he's going to, um, nah, he's just going to kind of stay in, stay in the bowl and watch my back. Okay, so uh, he, I'm not going to ask for his actions. You prompt if you think of something he's going to do. You prompt me. Right. Okay. All right. So it's uh, Oishi. Okay, uh, what's the orientation of these guys now? Where are they in relation to me? Okay, there are three of them so, on... Okay. There are three of them on your left, and that's where 
Um, Dave has gone and attacked. He's gone to attack one of them. There are two of them on your right. And Thingy in the middle. Thingy in the middle, but much further up. Okay, so how close so, How close are the two on my right? They're about 10 feet away from you. Okay, in that case then... And Chappie is about 30 feet away. Okay, I am going to cast Shatter at those two then. Cool, do it. So, what was it again? It's a... Alright, they have to do a constitution saving throw. Con save. And they've got to be 15. They do not. Both of them? Yep. Okay, so creature... So the fact is, so it's three d eight thunder damage on a failed save. So I do three d eight per character. To each of them, yeah. So oh, you, you roll the damage once, and I'll apply to both of them. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, in that case, then. Because otherwise, you get to be rolling shitloads of dice all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's technically cocked. Yeah. Roll it again. Fine. So ooh, eight, four. Three. These guys explode. <laughs> Just boom, and they are missed in the air. Okay. Um, are you moving? Yes, I'm going to move towards Dickface. Okay. Alfred. Alright. The betrayer. <laughs> and we'll say that uh, Bertram is, is just going to fight a holding action, you know, until you want him to do something. Uh, so if you move towards him, so you can get your movement. Uh, my movement is 30. 30 yeah. Okay, you can get right up to him if you want. I don't want to get right up to him, but I want to get close enough that I'm what he sees. Cool, so you want to get within 10 feet of him? Yeah. Alright, cool. Enough that I'm not engaging him. Uh, can I ask uh, Bertrand to come up behind me and do Cure Wounds? Uh, yeah, so, he can do Cure Wounds. Okay. Um, so he's moved up first. So just before you move, he'll he'll do that, yeah? Okay, so that's 1d8 plus his spellcasting ability modifier. Have you got any idea what that was? Three. So I get seven hit points back. Okay, take him back. Dave! You're yeah. fighting one guy who looks pretty worse for the wear, and then there's a chap either side of him. Uh, to take out the numbers, I just want to go for the one that's worse for the wear. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's also got a disadvantage if he attacks anyone. Okay, so, uh, attack, do it. Yeah, so I just want to hit him with my longsword. Um, got 12, so D8 plus 5. So that's 1 plus 5, 6. So what did you roll with your D20? 12, sorry. 12 will hit, just about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you, you, you powder this guy. Take his head off. Am I close enough to do a distracting strike on one of the other fellas? You are indeed, spend a thing. Yeah. Do you want me to read it up? Um, so you, you would add your thing to it. We'll just apply that uh, one of them uh, has disadvantage on rolls against you. Okay, great. Uh, okay, that'll do. All right, because it's supposed to be the person you hit, but sorry, we'll, we'll say, that, say that seeing their friend decapitated, it kind of you know, shook him a little bit. Good man. Okay, and it is the bad guys. All right, so one of them is going to roll against you with so roll against uh, Dave with disadvantage. He is not going to hit anything with that. Um, his mate is going to roll um, a 20 versus your AC. Uh, 15. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, and that is going to do some damage. That's going to do... Uh, oh, come on, already six. So, that's going to do five damage. Okay, down to 13. Can I keep that? Uh, yes, I don't think I need it for anything. Down to 13, no. 13, cool. Alright, and Grosby slash Arthur um, is actually going to draw a sword, close with Oishi, and he's going to get a 13 versus your AC. Yep. That's going to hit. Awesome. So with his uh, rapier, he's going to do 9 damage. Yum. He just comes through and stabs you through the shoulder. <laughs> kind of right back to where I was. <laughs> oh, she. Listen. Okay, I am gonna cast Fey Presence Zone. Okay. Uh, so an action person within ten foot takes a Wisdom saving throw versus my DC. Fifteen. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Does not get it. Okay, he is now frightened. Frightened. 
because I've just taken this stab like a fucking pro, yeah. not even blinked. I'm doing that thing. Pass me a player's handbook. You know, I would love, you know, I didn't roll high enough on anything recently, but I'd love to do that thing where he stabs you and you just kind of move into him uh, through the blade, yeah. just staring at him, going, yeah, and. <laughs> Um, and he is now shitting himself. Frightened does something to you. It does. Frightened, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while a source of its fear is within line of sight. Which is, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear, but he's within five feet of you. He can't move towards me, can he? He's within five feet of you. Can I circle around him so I'm at the back of him so I'm kind of. Because if he's fighting on me, he's going to back away from me, and I want to kind of get around him so I can make sure he doesn't run away. Yeah, you can do that. He'll he'll turn to face you, though. Yeah. So he'll just like he'll follow you around. Okay. So, well, in that case, then can I can I use my movement? So what should we say? Ten foot to get to circle around to the back of him. Yeah. And then a further ten foot to move in, so he moves into the centre. Okay, because so like, we were spread out and he was back here, so if I move back behind, away from you, yeah, so I want to move him into the centre, so he's not going to run away. Okay, do that. Go for it. Okay, yeah, done that then. Okay, excellent stuff, uh, Dave. So I'm on a roll. Just took him one down, so I'm going to go for the one with disadvantage. Um, just going to lunge at him with my sword. Go for it. Uh, rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> Plus your twenty-eight to hit, or whatever it is. Uh, Five, yeah. You're five? Yeah. yeah, that's not going to hit him. Okay, what else do you want to do? You've got to move. You've got an action, Serge. You can take another action. Uh, you could make another attack. Spend an action, Serge. Okay, okay. Can I just go for it again then, yeah? Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, six. Six. <laughs> Rolling it. Is that, <laughs> Is that a six? That's going to miss. That yeah. one always misses. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, anything else you want to do? Um, nah. <laughs> just <laughs> want to cry. <laughs> Back in the cave. Because um, you said we, you were allowed to use two of these. Yeah, we? so he's used one. Um, which was a bit selfish of me to heal myself. Um, what do you reckon? Cloud of Daggers? Because that's pretty shit hot. That was awesome. And, yeah. Uh, I had a mute earlier. So... Uh, yeah, so cloud of daggers on the two guys. Can I? Can I? What is it? It's a five foot of each side. Is that going to get him? It depends where you place it. <clears throat> uh, okay. I'm on so so team. so if he's right. So if I'm going to say that if you want to place it so that it gets both of those guys, it's going to get. It's a cube, is it? Uh, it's a. Cube five foot, yeah. Oh, it's a cube, yeah. On cube, each side, so, so I'm going to say I'm going to place it. Yeah, because a cube has a flat edge. If it was a sphere, I'd say you could get one of them or all of them. In right. Room. So yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to place it over the two of them, but set back. Um, okay. For the uh, a creature takes. So they take their turn. They take damage. Yeah. Yeah. Four okay. d4s. Okay. Well, they're going to start their turn. They're going to take damage. So roll the all the four d4s. Okay. This is for both of them. So three, two. two, two. So seven each. Yeah, they get cut the fuck up, uh, but they're still standing and they're not liking this shit. So they are going to attack uh, Karahad to start because he's. Um, yep. Well, actually, uh, I'm just going to roll a little check here. Okay, so the guy with disadvantage is is just distracted by you, so he's just going to roll. He's not going to fucking hit at all. He's not hit anything ever in his entire <laughs> life. His friend, however, is going to run the fuck away. He just like takes a look around. There's this swarm of fucking daggers flying around him, and he is just looking. Okay. okay. Um, and meanwhile, the noble fella is is looking at uh, Oishi with this fear on his face, and he's. Um, He's actually going to. Uh, he's going to turn and run, and he's going to run straight back into the cave. <laughs> okay. What do you do? No mooks around, just this guy. I kind of want to give chase. Yeah. From inside the cave, you hear and this huge like shriek go off. Have we? Have we still got the sword, or is he taking it off? No, we've still got the sword. Oh, okay. 
you hear this absolutely huge, like, raucous, like the Shrieker. So he reckons several Shriekers have gone off. He's just running there. Yeah. I can't do any more of those. They're all out of question now. So it's what I'm doing with this. I... Have you got anything where you can just, like, destroy the cave entrance? So he's trapped not really. I've got Eldritch Blast. Level 3, you don't get shit like that. Yeah, you? no. Not really. <laughs> Level 10? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know what? I want to go in after him, but it's a cave. So mm. he could have gone anywhere. Well, you've mapped it out. Some of it out. Yeah, but we don't know which passageways he's on. Fuck it, let's chase him down. Let's kill this fucker. <laughs> with his own sword he, yeah he is dead <laughs> he is absolutely dead to uh, double crosses and we don't take that shit from anyone okay okay so yeah we're gonna we're gonna go in after him so I'll say that I'm so angry about this little betrayal that I'm going against my own better judgement of going into a cave so I'm gonna follow you <laughs> the red mist has descended <laughs> okay so you're going to um are we after this guy. And Sorry, are we still in? Find... Are we still in combat order here? Or... Nope. So I can do an action out of sequence, and it not matter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, false life then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's six. Okay. Um, there is a cacophony going on here. Both of you make a Constitution saving throw. Yeah. Uh, 16 21 yeah you're both fine with this you, you've heard it before but it's louder than it was but you, you're fine uh, you go into the first chamber and he's not there but there's like a trailer destruction through the um, the shriekers and the, the, the regular mushrooms going south okay yeah follow him down because he's heading towards the bit where it's all collapsed in okay <coughs> um you can follow his trail really easily. It goes off, um, whereas you went south, uh, he's, he's sort of hugging the wall now and he's, he's going east. Um, you, you can see him stumbling forward. And as you chase him into this long room, uh, you can start to see towards the end of it that there's actually a glow at the end of this room as well. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So he's now in, what, that one? Up. That one? Up. Mm-hmm. That one? Up. Yep. Oh, Okay. Just the first chamber, you, you, the first big chamber you got into. Right, so he so essentially just came straight in, carried straight across and went yeah. into this top bit. And right, he's, okay. So he's there-ish. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's going to run forward and um, he's going he's gonna to trip and he's going to hurt himself a little bit. He's going to... Uh, okay, yeah, he's going to... Uh, trip and sort of skin himself in front of me, sort of staggering forward, staggering forward, uh, and he's nearly at this glow, and he sort of disappears into this area, this glow, and you hear silence. What do you do? Um, I'm not going to sprint. I don't want to sprint, but can we move with precision but haste? Do, do okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do me a dex check, please. Natural one. Nat one. Fourteen. Um, roll me uh, high or low. 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 Roll me d twenty. Eleven. Eleven. You um, you sort of slip on the same spot that he slipped on. Only this time you actually um, slip into there's there's a an opening. The the reason it's unsteady ground is is that it looks like this is sort of covered over with something, and you slip and you fall into a pit. Uh, luckily for you, that pit has been filled with with rocks over the years. Um, it's just you know it's dark here. You don't have dark vision, but yeah. there's light and it blah blah blah. But you you kind of just didn't see it. You're going to take six damage. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your temporary god? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, Dave, what are you doing? This guy's in front of you. You can see his back now. And he's in um, front of something that's glowing. I'm going to stop him. Going to lunge for him. Okay, um, as you go towards him, he's, he's sort of a good sort of 40 feet away, so you can run towards him. Yeah. Um, okay. You're just going to charge there. Okay, you can make a double move if you like. Just sprint towards him, but you're not going to get an attack. No, I just want to 
I just want to get to him. I want to, I want to beat him up. <laughs> okay. So as as you uh, rush towards him, yeah. uh, when he's when you're about sort of ten feet away, he turns around and he's holding in his hand. Uh, well, in one hand he's holding his sword. He's holding the Conus Falchion, yeah. um, sort of brandished, and in the other he's holding this glittering jeweled mace and this, this this look in his eyes of just victory and he says you dare attack me look how I am ordained and he takes us a, a swipe at you with the mace and he this is here we go yeah uh, he says taste the strength of the ancients <laughs> we're not worthy <laughs> and does a uh 19, hit your AC? 15, yep. Okay. Um, so this mace comes down and you try and put your shield in the way and he just slips past it and you're thinking, and he's looking at this thing heading in slow motion. <laughs> and it connects with your helmet and it just disintegrates into thousands of sparks. What the mace does? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the helmet. And his, cool. his hand just sort of carries through and... He put everything into this, so he's he's actually going to fall in front of you. So he sort of takes himself off mm. his own feet. So he was expecting a bit of dwarfish resistance, <laughs> um, and he just he's and he's he's on the floor. He's prone now. What do you want to do? So did I get any damage from that? Nope. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he's I'll, staring I'll... with disbelief at his hand. I want to take the, um, the butt of my longsword. Just smacks. Smash into that. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, roll the advantage. Uh, 13. Uh, 18. So 18's going to hit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do some damage. Is this one of the lethal to take it? Yeah, yeah. 3 out 3 plus 5, 8. 8 damage. But you're right, I don't want to kill him. I just want to. No, no, 8, eight damage is going to knock him almost senseless. Okay. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock him right back. So he's he's now flat on his arse, propped up against this kind of rock platform that these jewels are sat on. Um, and he's sort of staring this way. He's let go of the of the sword now, his, his family's sword, and he kind of looks at you dazed. Then he realises he's he's, he's he's lost the sword. He, try, he goes to grab for it. Um, you can have moved up, I know. Okay, so yeah, we'll say the bard... Um, his name. Bertram. Bertram. Bertram, Bertram, help me out of the hole, and we've moved up, and uh, Bertram gets to do this. Uh, he kind of just moves over and just puts his foot on the sword before he can get to it. Welcome. Now, fuck it, let's say he stamps on it and breaks the blade. Oh. No, he puts his foot on the sword, and nothing happens to it. It's. it's... Oh, no. Can we roll on his behalf to see if he can stay? Because it's his family's blade, let's, let's face it. Breaking yeah. his family blade would, you know. Be insulting beyond belief. Yes, yeah, so you want to try and break the sword. Uh, Bertram wants to see if he can break the sword. Okay, so yeah, you, I mean, well, you can actually pick it up and sort of put it on like a rock or something, try and stamp so it, or sort of swing it against a rock or something. All right, so mm -hmm. we can't we can't do the movie trope of just stamping on it then. Yeah, you can do that if you want. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Two. It, it just flexes. So he's just stood on it. Yeah, he just stood on it. It's actually flat on the ground, so yeah. there's, there's no way he could break it. But um. Uh, so this guy is is, 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 is going to say, "Look, I'll give you anything you want. My, my offer stands: baronetcies, land, income, gold, women, men." <laughs> I am just going to tieflings. I'm just going to very casually squid reach behind me, grab Brian, and go look at him square in the face. So he's out of the water and he's kind of in the hand. And go, you know what to do, and I'm going to throw him at his face and he's just going to go ah, face hugger style <laughs> uh, and there is a, this is actually a proper attack which is uh, it's attack with the ten tentacles it's a uh, I don't know what is it tentacles of wrath there is, there is one which is like essentially it's a grappling hit one bludgeoning damage and the target is grappled escapes at a DC check of 10 I'm going to say this is going to be um, your grapple check versus mine, um, and we'll just see how that works. Okay, so it would be what my strength? It's athletics or acrobatics. If you've got skills in that as an octopus, um, I don't. The only skills I've got anything in is perception and stealth. But I mean, I can extrapolate it from what his strength and wisdom. So yeah, it's a strength are. or a dex check. Uh, I think we'll go with dex. 
So it's <laughs> six. Against a five. Um, oh yes. <laughs> so he's he's uh, uh, he just lands splat face hugger style, wraps his tentacles around, and Alfred is just like clawing and trying to get his fingers underneath the tentacles and move. But every time he dislodges one, another one kind of wraps around, and eventually he just. I'm not. I'm. I'm he's, 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 he's he's getting to the point where he can't breathe, and he's kicking, and he's getting more frantic. I he's kicking. Dave, are we killing this guy? Do you reckon we should Because you, you didn't want to do non-lethal damage on him, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, we can see what well, we can get everything we want from him. Snap decision. I can we just loot the fuck out of this cave, to be honest, because I know what's in here. Go on then. Yeah. Okay, fuck it, yeah. Yeah, so, dead. Death yeah. by octopus. <laughs> so he, octopus. He, he slowly, gradually gets asphyxiated by your octopus. An octocution. Nice. <laughs> Episode title. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he is just going to fall limp at your feet. You take the sword... You loot this guy, he's got quite a bit of coin on him. Obviously he was about to pay his, his guys. Uh-huh. So you probably made about 30, 40 gold out of this. Um, you take a dagger off him, you take a rapier off him, um, you take his breastplate if you want. Uh, so you, you've, you've made bank here, you can go back to this town and show that bloody bartender, you know, yeah. by going to his rival and make it rain. It's, it's at this point as well that I tell the group that there's a cavern full of treasures. I, yeah. I, and the reason I didn't tell you was because I thought, you know what, We've done all this stuff. We've kind of found what we came for. I know where it is, and I wanted us to just leave mm. with our skins intact because I thought something's bound to go wrong here. We can always come yeah, back on another day. So I wasn't trying. To, I wasn't trying to cheat you, but I was definitely kind of like playing you a little bit. As you load yourselves up mm-hmm. with um, with booty, um, you know all, all the things with loads of jewels in and stuff like that. It's easy to carry and think, okay, we'll come back and do a little thing here. We'll just yeah. mark a point, maybe bury some stuff. Um, so you've you've got stuff in your backpack and you've got stuff uh, sort of weighing you, weighing you down. And sort of you're carrying a, a sword, you know, sort of, uh, through your belt and things like that. As you leave the caves, it disintegrates into sparks. The cave does the weapons and the armor and all the goodies that you're carrying just disintegrate, and your packs suddenly get a lot lighter. And you go back and you sort of check in and what the fuck's going on here? And all the things you've taken are back where they were. And you check the other lot and that, that mace that the guy was using is back on the pile. And every time you try and take them out, they just disintegrate to nothing. And any time you want to hit something with it, you know, sort of grab something and hit the wall or just hit each other or whatever, it just disintegrates into sparks. Can I detect magic on these, sir? Detect magic, yeah. Uh, and you detect a great big illusion. Damn. But you recovered the falchion. Yeah. So you can so, yeah, we go was, back to the boss. Yeah, so we get our so we've got the forty gold from taking this guy mm-hmm. out, we've got all his stuff, we get the fifty gold each from the original job. No, you don't. Uh, no, so he comes along and he's this guy uh, when you meet him he's bereft at the loss of the loss of his son. And he thanks you for the falchion and asks uh, have you? In fact, have you seen my son? He disappeared shortly after you left. We fear he might have tried to go on adventuring for himself. Can I? I want to do a deception that is. We uh, we went to the caves, and when we were in there, we found his body. He had obviously tried to do this by himself, but not being a professional, he fell foul of the, uh, the creatures in the You're cave. You're trying to roll a deception. You're trying to beat a twelve. That's a nine plus five. Yes, I get a plus five on this. What is it you told him? Yeah, we uh, we we got to this cave, and when we got in there, there was there was evidence that people had been there. So we went in and tried to, you know, maybe figure out who it, who it had been because this was supposed to be undiscovered. And in our exploration, we we found yeah your son's dead body. It looked like he'd been smothered by something. There were strange circular rings all over his face that we could not identify. And believing you entirely, uh, he says, I'll make preparations to have his body recovered immediately. Thank you for your time. Adventure over. Cool. Very good. <laughs>
The Conyers Caves module was written by Paul Bennett. Intro music was Disgusting by Manson. If you've got any comments, feedback, or you would like to run the Conyers Caves module yourself, get in touch with me at swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at swordnutradio. You can also go on YouTube. You can also go on YouTube and search for Game in a Card Sleeve, of which this is one of several adventure modules available for you. It's all absolutely free, so please do print it off and let me know what you think. The idea is that you print the PDF double-sided into playing card-sized pieces, which will all fit inside a standard card protector, which will go in your pocket or your wallet or something, so you can take it to a con and run it in whatever system you like, or you can hold it in reserve for when you don't have enough players, just like we did, and you can just reskin your existing characters and get going. And on to the bloopers. Thanks for listening. So, what do you think? Very good. little adventure, that, yeah. Um, do you, do you, what, what do you think that the caves were? Cheers. Um, it, it, it's obviously some kind of um, adventure trap. The entire cave is an adventure trap by whatever creatures live in there to entice you in and eat you, basically. That's so. yes, right. What happened to them? Sorry? What happened to them, though? What, the... Mm, the creatures. Oh, yeah, good point. Did they get eaten by all the things and the other things that live in the cave? Uh, what I'll tell you is this, is for, for the, uh, in the interest of time, can you collect up all the Yeah, sure. Uh, in the interest of time, the roper went from a 20 AC, in which case you guys never hit it, not once. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to have a load of hit points and a really high AC, but it doesn't do, it hasn't got much chance of hitting you. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a CR level 5, a challenge rating 5 monster, which mm. would, it's, that's a TPK for it. Level three pi. Yeah. Um, so I halved his hit points and I gave it a fifteen AC. Davin Dithas Dagarking. Uh, we're just going to shorten that. Sounds like my cousins. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this one's good. Decisive human paladin from a place only they can pronounce who lost their sense of smell in a bar fight. <laughs> I think I might have found something new to entertain me at work. Uh, I have spare character sheets left for Right, not that problem. Who the fuck is my DND character.com? Hateful human wizard from a small town where nothing ever happened who has wooden teeth after the incident with the mace. Sorry, gentle tiefling barbarian. So gentle barbarian. From a dilapidated mansion who was raised by ghosts. <laughs> Fabulous. We're going to be playing a quick-tempered human warlock from the slum of a port city who was taken a vow of silence. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> no, you can't. This is this is an audio podcast. Yeah. You cannot have a vow of silence. <laughs> <laughs> that plays havoc with this, and Cortana just tried to fucking engage. So okay. yeah. Okay. All right. Is, is that a over then? That's a do over. Dear God. Right. That's, okay. That's a good outtake. Yeah. I've ordered one. I don't think I'd get anyone as a good as a brother, but it's uh, <laughs> fucking expensive somewhere. It's a price, I'm afraid. I'll spend a day, Cranny. What's that? Play a handle? Yeah, I've got, I've got a sword to buy, bitch. One in the post is fine. <laughs> uh, let's go around the table, let's uh, introduce ourselves. Oh, I've already done that. Yes. Uh, it's like, hi, I'm Adam May. Yeah, I thought you were just recording it for posterity. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm Adam May. I'm playing Bertram. <laughs> Sorry, that's Swats. Hi, Paul. Yes. Uh, that's the one thing I hate about Europe is everyone gets my name really, really, really badly wrong. <laughs> I just I hate the sound of that, that vowel. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my, my cousin is, is half Italian, she insists on calling me Paolo, and I just want to strangle her every time for it, but it's not my name. Um, <clears throat> but it, sound, it sounds weird in cadence, is hello, uh, my name is Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Still. <laughs> okay. So what we're doing tonight is something a little bit more unusual, uh, is that um, we're, we're down a mic today, because he's up in um, dying and, and, and having various things pulled out of his, his bottom. Um, so, all the telling is me. Yeah, so yeah. stop putting them up there in the first place. You know, you know that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, it was the watermelon that actually impressed me. Though. Yeah, it's the garden moment that's surprising the most. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so long as the umbrella doesn't open, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he doesn't listen to the podcast so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. I will never, ever, ever be able to shake the mental image of Gene Simmons skull-fucking an elf. <laughs> and we're not even talking fantasy elf here, we're talking Christmas Santa's helper elf. Yeah. Just... It was kiss a, me. Kiss I, a hardcore. I I, see, yeah. it was entirely consensual. I don't think it was really that Gene was um, skull-fucking the elf. I think the elf was just going to town. <laughs> the Lord Conyers. Involuntarily playing the silent character that we acted <laughs> this time around. Um, 